Hey everyone, Pastor Pot here for episode 18. Today is all about following God's will. And that's what I want to talk about today is God's will and actually listening to it and following it. But before I do that, I just want to take a few minutes and thank you guys so much for all the support over the last couple of weeks. Um, you guys have stuck with me. You guys have been there and a few of you reached out, making sure everything was okay. And I appreciate it. And um, yeah, it was kind of a crazy situation. Spring break turned into a decision to move. So I actually, I was staying in Northeast Arkansas and I have recently moved to the Oklahoma City area. So if you are in the Oklahoma City area, please, please reach out to me. Let me know. Let's hang out sometime. Let's get together. Let's do something. Um, definitely meet some people in this area. But yeah, so the move to Oklahoma City went great. Uh, everything's going good here. Found me a good job. Found me an apartment. I'm loving it so far. Um, but yeah, reach out if you got any. If you're in the area, I'd love to hear from you. And I'm looking for guests on the show in the future. So I mean, that would be awesome to get some local people on um, on the show as well. Also, if you're from the Oklahoma City, let me know what dispos to go to and which dispos to avoid. Um, I'm new here, so I don't know what I'm looking for. But yeah, y'all, thank you so much for the support over the last couple of weeks. It's truly been a blessing hearing from some of y'all. And hey, where's the episode at? Haven't heard it yet. It, it's nice hearing that. So thank y'all so much. So episode 18, it's finally here. It's a little bit late, but it's here. Uh, <clears throat> before I go into the actual verses and everything that I want to discuss today, I want to take a couple minutes and give a big shout out to Mountain Bastard. Man, thank you for all the support, brother. You, you've really helped me. Um, those of you that have listened since episode one uh, can remember Mountain Master has been on uh, once already. And he, hopefully he'll be on again here pretty soon. We're working with schedules right now trying to get that uh, set up. So, yeah, Mountain Master, thanks again, man. Uh, I love doing this show and definitely want to do more episodes with you in it. I also want to give a shout out to the newest patron I got, Miss Kitty. Thank you, Miss Kitty, for your support of the show. And for those of you, if you're interested in supporting the show, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash pastor pot to become part of what I call the congregation. So the congregation is $10 a month and it gets you access to my discord. And I'm working on a few other goodies and just little fun ideas uh, for you guys. Also, if you haven't already uh, liked and subscribed, please head on over to Spotify and YouTube and like and subscribe to my channels over there. Both of them are under Pastor Pot. I will also put the link for both of them in this uh, video and this podcast so that you can stay up to date with everything going on with me. Oh, um, y'all, I just got to say it feels great to be back. The move did take a little bit longer than expected. I took a little bit of time to unwind and just kind of listen to God once he got me here. And y'all listening to God and following his will is an amazing thing. And it's something that's going to help you in the long run. It's not something that's going to hinder you. Following God isn't always the easiest thing, though. But let me start with this. Have you ever sat there and it felt like God was telling you, get up and go? For some reason, all of a sudden, you just got this overwhelming feeling that God was telling you, it's time to go. Go serve me. Go. Go out into the field and serve. 
how many of you didn't want to go? How many of you flat out ignored it? Some of y'all know me better than others, apparently, or obviously, but I'm from Oklahoma originally. And I did about everything in this state except being born. And when I left Oklahoma the last time, I did not see myself coming back here. So when God kept putting it in my heart to go back to Oklahoma, I fought it. And I asked God over and over, why Oklahoma? What is it about Oklahoma that I was always drawn to? And God always felt like he was pushing me back. Honestly, I couldn't tell you, but I always feel like myself in Oklahoma. I do know that when I'm in other states, I've lived in Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, Arizona. I've lived all over the country, y'all. I never felt truly like me. I always felt like a part of me was missing. So when I got that call for Oklahoma again, I shut it down. I didn't want to go. And I got a family out in Arkansas. I, I didn't want to go. I wanted to stay there. But I don't know. Something about Oklahoma just always pulled me back. And then once I found cannabis, one of my big draws to Oklahoma was the fact that I think it was $2,500, three grand, something like that to open up a dispo or a grow. That was a big calling for me because I would love to actually get into a commercial grow or a commercial dispo at some point in the future. But right now those are actually all uh, shut down from what I understand until I believe it is August of 2024 is when they're supposed to, or sooner, uh, reopen commercial licensing for dispos and cultivation. I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon, but you know, it, it was a draw for me to get back here. And I really think that it was something that God was using to try to pull me back to the state because what I'm able to do in this state to serve him is so much more accepted here in Oklahoma than it was previously in Arkansas. So when you finally get to where God wants you, I do think that it'll feel like home. It'll feel like it's where you were supposed to be. When you find a place that no matter how hectic life gets, it still feels like home. That's when you know you're following God. And I feel at home again, finally, and God is truly blessing me through following him through this. I've already made several amazing friends in the Oklahoma City area. I found a job that I'm extremely excited about. I actually just finished day two of that. And I'm able to produce my episodes again out here. But the thing is, I follow God. I was looking for work in Arkansas. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find disco work. I couldn't find work in factories. I couldn't find work anywhere that wasn't minimum wage work. So it was hard for me to find a way to successfully provide for my family the way I wanted to. But coming out here, God has blessed me. Like I said, I've met people out here. I've met friends. I've found an amazing job. And all of this has happened in the first week and a half, two weeks. So it got me thinking. And really, 
we overcomplicate the Bible way too hard. God wants us to listen, God wants us to follow, and God wants us to love him and accept his son as our savior. And there's a few other things you can break it down to, but overall, God wants us to listen to him. And he is the father. So any dad wants his children to listen. But before we can follow him, we must also listen to him. It's real easy to overlook what God's saying to you just because you don't want to hear it. Or the move is scary. Or the location he wants you to go isn't where you prefer to go. But here's the thing. If God's putting you in that place, don't you think God's going to protect you? God's putting you in that place for his will, not your own. So enter that place and enter it with a joyful heart to serve God however he wants you to serve. Not everybody serves in the exact same way. Not everybody's meant to be a pastor. Not everybody's meant to be a deacon or a children's youth leader or whatever. But everybody has spiritual gifts that they can use in the church. So listen, go where God wants you and use those spiritual gifts. So that was kind of long-winded to get into the verse for the day. Uh, today, I actually picked Psalm 37, 23 through 24. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one whose delight, I'm sorry, let me start that over. The Lord look, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Let's be real here, y'all. We're human, and we are not God. And honestly, I would never, ever in a million years, want to be him. To hold all of humanity in your hand that's a power I don't want. I never want to be held responsible for that. I never want to be. It's enough stress being responsible for my kids, let alone every single person on this planet that's ever been and ever will be, as well as who's here currently. God can have that. But it's true. We are human. We can't handle the stressors of holding the world in our hand and every person that's ever been and ever will be in currently on the earth. But God does give us the lives that he wants for us. God puts us in the situations that are going to best suit his glory and his name. We may not understand them at the time. We may not ever understand some of them. But the thing is, we got to trust God and we got to trust that he has our best outlooks and God knows we're going to stumble. He knows we're going to fall, but he's going to be there to help us up. Even when we fall flat on our face, God is going to be there to help us up. He is going to be there to give us a helping hand. As long as you follow God's will, he's going to protect you. And I believe it's whenever you start stepping out of his will that, I don't think he doesn't protect you, but I think we bring on attacks to ourselves that if we would have just stayed in his word and stayed in his vision for us that we would have never had to overcome. I believe a lot of hardships we bring on ourselves. And I think a lot of it's through attitude and lack of discipline and just 
basic things like that. It's us turning away from God. It's us not talking to God for a few days. It's us falling back on the love he has for us. God's protection and his love may not always come in a form that we want it to be either. But think back on your dad or a person that was like a father figure for you. Were they always, come here, buddy, it's okay, we got this. Or were there times where they had to be stern? God needs to put a foot in my butt from time to time. I will be the first to admit it. Uh, I, I don't like listening to God whenever it doesn't benefit me immediately. And I will publicly say that. But I know God's will is greater than my own. God has been calling me back to Oklahoma for a long time. I didn't want to come. But his will is greater than mine. And if this is where he kept calling me, this is where I was going to come back to. You see, it's not that I don't listen to God. Or even that I'm not hearing him. In that moment, when God tells me to do something, I'm only thinking about one thing. And I'm sure every single one of you out there know exactly what I'm about to say. And that's me. I'm not thinking about God. I'm not thinking about his kingdom. I'm not thinking about spreading his message. I'm not thinking about anything else. The only thing I'm thinking about is my own selfish wants in that moment. I don't want to go where God wants me to go. I've felt God push me here, like I've said, time and time again. But I was selfish. I was greedy. And I became a person of the world. I stayed in Arkansas a lot longer than I should have because I didn't want to listen to God. I didn't want to listen to what he had to say. But then finally I did. And when God says go, you need to do it. Don't wait months or years to go when God tells you to go. Ever since coming here, I've had such a peace in my heart. It's unlike anything I've ever felt. I have a clear vision of what God wants for me, and I have a clear vision of what I want for myself as well. The biggest thing was I just had to stop just listening, and I actually had to act. Look at the Bible. If people didn't act, how much of the Bible would have actually occurred? If we didn't have people out there sharing the gospel and talking about the coming Savior in the Old Testament and talking about Jesus once he got it, got here if we didn't have those people that acted how many of us would know about Jesus today God also loves you just the way you are and if you're a child of God he will provide for you but God wants you to be more than just the Easter Christian he wants you in the world that the way he wants or I'm sorry he wants you in your world and he wants you in the church. He wants you in prayer. And he wants you to just give it all to God. When we give everything to God, what do we have to worry about? Unless God is telling us to worry about something, why are we worried? We know God is going to provide for us as Christians. We know God is a loving God. He's also a vengeful God, but he's also a very loving God. Just give it all to God. I know you've heard it before, but seriously, when you give it to God, 
he's not going to love you less. He's not going to turn his back on you because you admitted something that's sinful. If anything, I feel that God will embrace you more when you start recognizing those sins in your life and actually bring them to him. I promise once you start giving God your everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, you'll start feeling so close to God that the relationship that you have with God now is going to feel like that distant cousin that only comes around at the family functions. You all know who there's one in every family. You never see him until there's a wedding or there's some big function where everybody's going to be around. And that's the one time that you see these people. So God is our father. Treat him as such. Talk to him. Love God. Be there. Be present with him. I also picked Psalm 31, 14 through 15 today. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies for those who pursue me. Do you really place your trust in God? How many times has God delivered you from your enemies, from you either? Or how many times has God delivered you from your enemies and you didn't even thank him? You didn't praise him? You didn't do any of that? Or did you even notice that God delivered you? Or even worse, did you think you delivered yourself from your enemies? We will never see every single time he delivers us from evil. But when we do, we need to make sure to praise him and thank him for it. Pay attention to how God is working in your life. He has a plan for each of us, and it is through that plan that his will will ultimately be done. As fellow Christians, we need to be out there sharing the love with those around us. We need to be sharing his message and following his will. Who cares if you're a stoner? Who cares if you have a criminal background or you used to be an addict? God wants to use you. No matter what your past is, God has somebody that he can use to reach or use you to reach. I used to volunteer at an outreach ministry where it was a, we would go around um, the town that I lived in and we would pick people up. And a lot of the time they came from homeless shelters, from drug addiction centers, from alcohol centers, places like that. Uh, homeless shelters. We picked a lot of people up from there as well. And you would get these 18, 19 year old kids who grew up in church, show up in a white button down shirt. And, I mean, they looked like the Mormon missionaries that come to your front door all the time. And they would sit down and they would try to share jesus with a 40 50 year old man or woman that's been living on the street for god knows how long these people were very quick to shut down those kids because they don't have enough experience yet they haven't experienced life but what experiences do you have do you know will relate to somebody else that you know it's not saved. How many stoners do you know that aren't saved? I mean, if you have a problem with addiction in your background, how many addicts do you, do you know still that aren't saved? Or whatever your hangup was, how many people in that lifestyle or at your job or at the VFW, if you go to the VFW, how many of those guys aren't saved? But how can your story help 
one of those men or women or children? How can your life experiences help those people? Those people at that ministry, they wanted to see somebody that had life experience. They wanted to see somebody that they could relate to. Maybe not exactly, but the relations helped. Because there are several times, too, that I saw these young kids trying to talk to them. And they would just get shut down, but then I would see somebody closer to my age. Or myself, or somebody that looked a little bit more like me. Covered in tattoos. Looked like they were homeless. Looked like they were an addict before, or had been an addict, or openly admitted to being an addict. People that had backgrounds. People that didn't live the, I'm a pastor's kid lifestyle. Those same people that were shutting up, those 18-year-old kids, were opening up and telling their entire life stories and accepting Jesus. But it's just like us in our everyday lives. We trust people that we believe have similar backgrounds and stories as us. It's easy for one veteran to trust another because we have a shared background in the military. Even if we never served together, we still know the values that we were brought up to believe while we were in the service. It's the same thing with serving God. Find the people that you are most like and share the message of God with them. They will be the ones that will be the most receptive to listening to what you actually have to say and truly listening. Because once again, going back to what I said earlier, listening is the first step. Acknowledging it and listening is the first step. Once they listen, they can actually start to act. So I'm going to wrap this up real quick. But the biggest thing is stop telling God to come back later when you're ready or when it's convenient for you. God doesn't care about your convenience. When he says go, he wants you to go. Your convenience is not God's convenience. God will get you where he wants you one way or another. So you might as well just surrender and go with him when he tells you to because you're going to end up there anyways. God has a plan for all of us, and God will get us to where he wants us in his plan. Help him out. Listen. Follow him. Let him lead you where you need to be. Moving on to the quote for today. <clears throat> you all know I love my presidential quotes. So the one I picked today was another one from Abraham Lincoln. Prohibition goes beyond the bounds of reason in that it attempts to control a man's appetite by legislation and makes a crime out of things that are not crimes. A prohibition law strikes a blow at the very principle upon which our government was founded. So this was a quote by Abraham Lincoln. I love this because it is so true. We have been in prohibition for so long when it comes to cannabis and we still are in many states. And even in Oklahoma, it is still not a recreational uh, plant. I can go to the store. I can buy chew. I can buy liquor. I can buy uh, cigarettes. I can buy cigars, but I can't walk in a Circle K yet and buy weed. It is still very much a prohibited, prohibited substance. Like I said, in many states, it still is a very prohibited substance. Um, I have several friends that still live in places that are pure prohibition but moving on 
we're actually going to talk about a fall of prohibition, I guess you could say. Maryland lawmakers pass a bill blocking police searches based on marijuana odors, sending it to the governor. <coughs> As Maryland's governor prepares to sign a marijuana sales bill that passed the legislature over the weekend, lawmakers have approved a separate measure to prevent police from using the odor or possession of cannabis alone as a basis of a search. The legislation from Delaware, uh, looks like Charlotte Crutchfield, which passed the House Amendment last month, cleared the Senate, uh, da, 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 going into how many people voted in which way. It actually, the Senate was a little closer, 27 to 20, but then um, when it went back to the House, it overwhelmingly passed 101 to 36. Um, but going on, it actually makes some really good points. Like the uh, states that a law enforcement official may not... In, Initiate a stop or a search of a person of a motor vehicle or a vessel based only on the smell of burnt or unburnt cannabis, the possession of a personal use amount of marijuana, or the perceived amount of money, or the presence of money near marijuana without the additional ev evidence of intent to distribute. So this is great. I, any of us that go to a dispo know it's a cash-only store. So it's nice having something that at least in, for those of you in Delaware, where if a cop pulls you over for the smell, he can't search your car anymore. I know it's still got to get signed into law and all that stuff, but we are looking at changes and more and more states are adopting laws like that, which I really think are a step in the right direction. Now, some big news about coming to Oklahoma too. I'm allowed to grow out here. Uh, I got my car and everything. Everything's good to go out here. It is so nice being able to finally be able to grow. I've listened to shows like the uh, Dude Grow Show and Grow From Your Heart for a year. Well, about a year and a half now. And I've had this itch to grow ever since. So it is wonderful that I finally have an opportunity to grow. So I'm excited. Um, I actually got an AC Infinity 3x3 kit from them. And I bought the self-watering bases, so I got my plants started in a small dome right now. As they build or start to grow, I will transfer those over to the three gals. And um, I have six seedlings right now, but I'm going to pick the best four. And I'm running regulars, so I don't know if they're going to come back, males or females. But I'm going to get them tested early. Um, I've already picked up a couple kits for that. And I am super excited about finally being able to be a part of the growing community as well it the community that i found through different grow shows has been amazing and y'all it's nice truly being able to be a part of this culture from start to finish now hey thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode i'm going to pray here in a second and do a quick recap but remember y'all god wants you to listen God doesn't want you to just sit back idly. God doesn't want you to take your time. God doesn't want you to do it on your terms. He wants you to do it on his terms. But God's also going to protect you. Remember that. God's got your back. So give it to God. Listen to him and follow. When he says go, get up and go. Quit making excuses. Because once you go, God's going to start blessing you more than you ever thought. Oh, 
Lord, thank you again for this day. Thank you for getting me down here safely to Oklahoma. Thank you for this new job opportunity and these amazing new people that I'm getting to meet every single day through this job and through Pastor Pot. And I just thank you for the love that you have for each of us, Lord. And I'm sorry that it took me so long to go. I'm sorry that it took me so long to follow you and actually get out there and do what you wanted me to, Lord. I promise I'm not going to ignore you anymore. Whatever your will is for me in this show, it is yours. And I just pray that every single person on this show feels the same way. Whatever your will is for them, that you push them in the direction that is needed. I love you, Lord, and thank you so much for these amazing people, just for your love and for your grace and for your passion that you have for us. I pray this week that each of us act instead of sit back, and I pray that each of us just spends a little bit more time with you than we did the day before. In your son's wonderful and glorious name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, if you got any questions, concerns, comments, anything, please, please hit me up. A little quick side note. I am starting to look for somebody that can help make the show look good. So if you know anybody that does any kind of production or directing or anything like that, I would love to get a little bit of help. I've been trying but man, Adobe is not like it was back in high school anymore. There's so much more to that thing. Anyways, I love y'all. I will see y'all next week for episode 19. I am going to take a break from the two episodes a week until I, I, I get everything rolling and I get on top of things. It It's going to be a little bit. So for right now, it's going to be one episode a week. I am going to shoot for Tuesdays at 9 again. Um, this one was a little bit late. I had to get a cord ordered and sent over because I forgot it when I moved. Anyways, I love y'all. I will see you next time and have a great day.